Eric Ten Hag has spoken to the media ahead of Manchester United's clash with Wolverhampton Wanderers at Old Trafford on Saturday in a pretty rare 3pm kickoff for Manchester United. United have been playing midweek games and Sunday games so much so that it's a bit of a forgettable that United actually play games on a Saturday at 3 o'clock. It's, it's a very rare occurrence, I'll tell you. Manchester United haven't had a week off as such since... Christmas, January, I think it's been. Last time Manchester United had a Saturday and a Saturday or a Sunday and a Saturday game with a week in between. Manchester United have played midweek pretty much non-stop given how incredibly busy this season has been. Barring the international break, of course, when uh, a lot of players went away with their national teams anyway. Either way, Manchester United are here against Wolves. It's a win is vital, Manchester United fans. It is so, so vital that United get three points here to solidify their place in the top four, really. United have let slip so much so in the past few weeks, but Eric Tanaga sort of said in his press conference that the players were tired or exhausted or or fatigued and uh, not helped by the mistakes that David De Gea has been making as well and uh, sort of giving West Ham a goal, really. But uh, it is what it is. And, uh, well, speaking of Eric Ten Hag, here he is. Hi, Eric. Hi. Uh, can I check on the fitness of your squad, please? Have you got any players back from injury, any new injuries that you can tell us about? Um, yeah, Rafa Ferran is back and uh, Rashford is doubtful. What's wrong with Marcus? He has a problem. Uh, so, injury on his leg. So, he's a big question mark for tomorrow. But we are happy Rafa Ferran is back. How confident are you of Rashford being available for this game? As I say, <laughs> doubtful more than doubtful. Um, so big question mark. And Rafael Ram being back, you know, obviously a huge boost for the club. What difference do you think he can make in these matches with his experience and know-how of, of getting the job done? Yes, experience knows how to win and will lead how to win, will guide us. And in terms of the week that you've had, uh, obviously it was the first time that you've had that number of days to work with the squad in a long time. What difference do you think that that can make? What have you been able to do practically with the group that, that busy weeks don't enable you to? Yeah, yeah, we had a week and we needed it to uh, to make a reset, to reload, recharge, to get the energy back because well, we had a lack of it um, in both games, um, in the last two games. So uh, I see um, a lot of energy. Um, joy on the pitch and so we could also so work in detail on some facts so it was good thank you eric you you've suffered back-to-back defeats for the first time since august you mentioned there needing a bit of a reset have, have you sensed any nervousness among the players about this running no so <laughs> we are convinced what we are doing um, so we had a lot of success we uh, won a lot of games the way we work uh, uh, so method of work a way of play so the structures are really clear but uh, we have to execute them and that was the problem in some last games uh, we have to show uh, 100% discipline in rules and principles and when we do that we are successful Marcus Rashford being doubtful is obviously a huge blow he's scored so many goals for the team this season is this an opportunity for one or two other players to take on that goal scoring burden yeah, definitely yeah but um, we have players who can score goals and yeah, they have the chance now the opportunity to show 
What about your goalkeeper, David De Gea? You backed him after the mistake against West Ham. How's he been this week? Yeah, good as well. And we, we can't ignore it, but yeah. Uh, but individual mistakes are part of football. And uh, I was in the Brighton game. Also, we make a big individual mistake, but yeah, sometimes it's uh, it's happening. should not happen. Uh, when you are in the right focus, it will not happen. So that is so part of it, of the reset from this week. You've been incredible at home this season, of course, not lost since the opening day at Old Trafford in the league. Some of your predecessors struggled with that. What's the, been the secret, do you think, to your home form this campaign? Oh, we, we believe and in the way we work and the way um, we play. And then the togetherness with the fans, so I think it's a strong bout. So it's a really good ambience on Old Trafford. And it's difficult, I think, for opponents to, to arrive here and to face us. Scott. Uh, hi, Eric. Um, just asking about a player who's, who's not currently with the squad but doing really well elsewhere. Ahmed Diallo has been named player of the season at Sunderland. Do you see his future at Old Trafford? Yes, of course. Uh, we, we loan such players to, to let them and that they make development and make progress uh, to, to bring them back. That is the, the aim of a loan. So uh, we are really um, strong on them in matter of we mentor them, so we follow them. We have communication over all the season, especially Darren Fletcher um, uh, invests a lot in such uh, processes. And yeah, the aim is to bring them back. And, but then as a better player with experience, Alejandro Garnacho was on the bench against West Ham. Is he likely to get a few more minutes back from injury this time around? Yeah, he has one more week training, definitely. And yeah, so he's available. Um, we have seen he can bring something extra in the team. James. Hi, Hi. Um, I'm sure you'll say you're concentrating on, on yourselves, but certainly to the fans, they will... Uh, they'll be very aware of the team that could overtake you in fourth place and Liverpool being on your shoulders. Do you recognise the importance to, of all teams to stop from overtaking you, it being there, much like in the final against Man City, the importance of, for the fans stopping City, likewise Liverpool in the league? It's, it's clear, we know that, but it's not important because we have everything in our hands. We have to bring our performance and then it's not important. Um, so important is the opponent will be faced tomorrow. That's <laughs> uh, the Wolves. And so we have to take them serious. Yeah, they are. They do a great job. They have done a great job. Uh, so focus on that. But also they have the deficits. So take advantage of that. And well, we don't think about other opponents as them tomorrow. Presumably it's impossible to ignore the run they're on, though, and you know the differing fortunes of both teams at the moment. Of course we can ignore that. Why not? Because it's not important. We have our, everything in our hands. And as long as we have the things in our hands, so we are in control. So then, as long as that, we are not dependent on them. We are dependent from, of ourselves. Well, there we have it, Manchester United fans. Eric Ten Hag... Speaking rather positively, he's, he's obviously a bit disappointed that Marcus Rashford's doubtful. It could be mind games, but 
he, he tends to be quite honest in these press conferences, especially with the respected journalists that he speaks to. Eric Ten Hag has confirmed that Raff, Marcus Rashford is doubtful and injuries picked up on his leg, whereas Rafael Varane, though, on the other hand, is back. Now, Alejandro Garnacho's been out for a while and it's looking very likely he will return against Wolves, whether he starts or not, whether he makes sort of 20 minutes off the bench, depends obviously how the results go in, is seldom to be seen. But if we look at United's fixtures coming up before the end of the season, we've got Wolves tomorrow at three o'clock. A week later, there's Bournemouth uh, away. So it's a, a trip down to the coast. Hopefully it'll be nice and sunny for those of you travelling. And then on the Thursday, United host Chelsea for the penultimate game of the season in terms of league games, which... On paper, Chelsea is a, is a tough challenge, but if we look at where they are in the Premier League, Chelsea are ling- languishing down in 11th, 42 points, only two above the, the sort of regarded safety net of relegation, uh, just, you know, despite playing 34 games this season, but, but less about Chelsea. And then Manchester United finished the season against Fulham, who sit one position above Chelsea in 10th at the time of recording. But the, uh, the caveat for United really is that Liverpool are only one point behind them. Yes, at the at the start of play tomorrow, United have got a game in hand. Liverpool play on Monday, so they, they haven't got a game this weekend. So United will catch up to them before Liverpool will then go one game ahead. But if United don't win against Wolves tomorrow and Liverpool beat Leicester away, which, let's be honest, they should be doing, then uh, Liverpool will go up to fourth and United will drop into fifth. And that is not something that I thought I'd be saying at this time of the season, given how well United were doing, we're flying high back in February, winning the League Cup and you know going deep into the FA Cup and well going to the, the final, but going deep into Europe as well. And everything was looking really positive. But given the fixture pile that United have had, legs have got tired and you know heads heads of of, of going. You know David de Gea is giving goals away or passing the ball to opposition players or passing the ball to Harry Maguire who's surrounded by four opposition players. Like what is going on at Man United? But I think Eric Ten Hag said it well that you know United needed a break. You know you look at the fixtures that we've had and the results that we've had and the fact that all these teams are playing in a cup final. Sky Sports had the cameras in Brighton's changing room against Manchester United. Sort of emulating the fact that this is like a, a massive cup final type game to them. And, uh, you know, I know it's cliche that it's everybody's cup final against Manchester United, but it, it, it still sort of has that aura around it that when Man United are in town, it's, you know, everybody gets up for it. So, you know, Newcastle is sort of not getting that same, you know, response from teams despite being third in the league and absolutely flying high there. 65 points. Again, do you know if, if Liverpool win their game on Monday and United and Newcastle lose, essentially, Liverpool can go up to third. That is incredible. Yes, the other two teams will still will have a game in hand again by that point, but that's just sort of how close it's got. And considering how poor Liverpool were and how you know far the gap was between United and Liverpool, it's, just, it's a bit of a, a, a sort of sour note to be sort of ending the season, you know, fighting for fourth. Now, yes, fourth is in Manchester United's hands, and, you know, they've got a week between a game from from Saturday. There's, there's another week before they play Bournemouth. Then they've got two games in a week, Chelsea, and then they end the game, end the season against Fulham. Both of those last two games are at Old Trafford. United have got a fantastic record at Old Trafford, a horrendous record on the road. So that game against Bournemouth, if we say that United are not going to win that game, which on paper, given the recent spate of results, is 
likely to be the case. But we go for six points at Old Trafford against Chelsea and Fulham. That will secure United the top four finish. You know, again, it all depends on how this result against Wolves go. If if United don't win or, or you know, draw or lose, God forbid, then Liverpool is, you know, it's all to play for for them. And Newcastle play on 12.30 on Saturday. So we'll know by three o'clock when United kick off, whether United can jump up into third and all our worries will be over if United can jump up into third on Saturday. We just don't know at this stage. It's just so squeaky bum time is such a it's such a fun phrase to use. And um, you know, Manchester United uh, never we we never like to do things the easy way, do we? We never like to just cruise. You know, United have I think against Tottenham, United could have been three or four nil up against Brighton. Uh, United could have been three or four nil up, but 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 we end up losing the game against Brighton. We drew with Spurs. I mean, Spurs manager Spurs. They've got a a young man running the club who, who's passionate about the team. But United should be going there and steamroller in Spurs, <laughs> given how poor they've been. You know, Brighton's a different kettle of fish. Brighton have been fantastic this season. You know, a one nil away at the at the start of play, and that game probably wouldn't have been. You know, you'd probably shrug your shoulders and go, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but losing to West Ham, who were 15th in the league at the time, yes, they're battling for for the Europa Conference League, and that should have really been on United's mind. We should have gone there and absolutely pummeled them. But we didn't. We got beat, you know, and we all know how that happened. So United have really got to reprieve themselves against Wolves. United, you know, Wolves are 13th in the Premier League. You know, bottom half of the table teams that United should really be putting to the sword. So hopefully... Marcus Rashford is fit, and if he's not, you've got Alejandro Garnacho who could come back in and save the day. You know, we want to see like a 5 0. We want to see a nice, strong lineup. You want to see Rafael Varane back in that starting lineup, probably probably with Luke Shaw beside him. And uh, you probably see Dallo at left back if he's if he's if he's fit, Wan Bissaka if he's fit at right back, and uh or, you know, you'll get Malassia in there if uh, if there is an issue. And uh, yeah, United should be should be going out there. You know, on paper, United should be beating Wolves comfortably, but not been making it easy for ourselves recently. So let us know down below in the comments on our Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know what you think the result will be at Old Trafford on Saturday. Thank you for listening to this extra podcast from the Manchester Evening News, Manchester is Red podcast. We have got so much content coming your way. There's a really nice section from the podcast that's going up on YouTube on Sunday evening, which is about United's goalkeeper situation and the new goalkeeper that United could be looking at. Check that out if you haven't watched the podcast already. And as the season ends, we've got some really nice video content that we're planning. So stick around for that. And obviously, check out the Manchester Evening News. We've got some of, if not the best writers covering Manchester United that are that are alive and kicking today. Samuel Luckhurst is is up there with the top one percent. We've got Tyrone Marshall, who is an absolute god of journalism. We've got Rich Fay, who's absolutely sensational, who covers Manchester United as well as our network writers, who never miss a beat. There's nothing that can happen in the world that these guys are not covering. So if you want the primary Manchester United content on the button as it happens, get over to the Manchester Evening News and we will see you very soon.